famous podcast, best upcoming podcast on the planet. Thank you for like, subscribe, and comment, uh, share. We appreciate y'all for tuning in each and every week, and we we'll back with the, another episode. Um. So, but we were talking before the episode. We were talking about abiding uh, and uh, forgiving college debt, and you say that you disagree that people should have to pay their uh their college debt. So my question will well, break it down some more. But what if, what if they pay uh fifty percent of the debt? What if like you you obligated to pay fifty percent of the debt and then you can you can file like for bankruptcy after that or like it can be forgiven after you pay at least fifty percent of the debt. Only because it's it's non. That's the only thing you can't file bankruptcy. It's the only thing that you have to pay. And I think that should that, to be passed. That down. can be changed. I think that should be changed. Like you should be able to like if you file for bankruptcy and goes away. But I do think it shouldn't just be forgiven just because it got forgiven. I'm like you made the decision to take the loan, uh, and more than likely you probably did it when you were 17, 18. So technically you were an adult. And especially in this day and age, we're saying, hey, kids should be able to make decisions, life decisions. That's a life decision. You should be able to either not necessarily live with it, but either pay the consequences for it and learn from it. But if we are always expected to bail people out for decisions they make, you're always going to be in this weird cycle because there's always going to be an excuse for you to be able to bail somebody out. And I, and I get it. Uh, but I think the responsibility comes to the individual and especially when people are taking student loans and then they choose to do a career that won't necessarily ever pay you back how much you're putting into loans. Like even if you get a great paying job for that career, you may make, I don't know, 40, 50 grand or something a year. And that's going to be very, very difficult for you to pay the loan. Now, maybe if we create a system where you could give back to the country somehow, to pay it back, I think that would be fair. Like if you went and got a student loan and you became a doctor, then maybe, I don't know, you should be able, you should have to work uh, two, three, four years in public hospitals or something to pay off some of that, some of that debt or maybe all of it, depending for how long you do it. So in addition to maybe getting a small salary that you can survive on, every year you work for the public hospitals, you, you're forgiven a certain amount, but at least you're paying it back. You're giving it back to the taxpayers and the people that will, in theory, will be bailing you out as opposed to just, oh, I went to schools for, I don't know, put any one of these careers that you cannot really make uh, much money in. Or like if you can, it will be in very, very rare cases, but the majority of people probably wouldn't. So I don't know. It's just my take. I, I, I'm very, it's very hard for me to take responsibility away from the individual because I feel like we do that in everything right now. I I like your your possible solution to the problem, but of of um of like making them work whatever amount of time you work, you kind of gotta like pay it back. Like so, where it's like a balance. I like I like that solution. I just don't know I, about the the bailout part because then you can always get you, like with everything else, you can still file bankruptcy, so you can always get bailed out to a degree. But that's not a bailout because when you file for bankruptcy, it's not like you can restart and you start right from zero. You're starting with a bankruptcy to your name. So, like, getting access to loans and so on, it becomes even more difficult. So, I, I get it, but, like, even if you file for bankruptcy, now you're dealing with a different set of repercussions. And if you really get to the point where you're like, oh, I probably should get into bankruptcy or file for bankruptcy, that means that you're at the point where you're like, yo, I'm not generating enough to survive and there's no way I can get out of the hole. And you're willing to take on the other sets of repercussions instead of living with the debt, which I understand. But you're still kind of having to deal with the consequences of your decisions. Because at the end of the day is most decisions need, will lead to something. 
Everything, every action has a reaction. Every decision you make has some form of reaction. And I think right now we we want to get to a point where we're eliminating consequences from many of the things that we do. And I don't think that's realistic. The world doesn't work that way. Uh, and we're trying to put too many cushions and pillows in the way for people to not get hurt. Soft, the soft life and this soft the the soft life shit is ne- has never existed in life. I never heard that shit that that saying coming up. The soft life, it's that's like some new ass shit. Well, like, new from who? From like I be seeing like on the internet and shit. That like, people talking about that like, well, I went to soft life, the soft life. Like that's never existed. That's some bullshit. like I don't know what is that. I don't know what what are people saying. It's a soft life. Exactly what it sounds like. Like just on some more lounging. But who said that? Like where where are they getting it's like this? A, from? Like an internet phrase. Like is that like in the Urban Dictionary? Am I gonna look this yeah, up? Yeah, right like now? I think I feel like you should be able to find that on the in the. Hold on, we're gonna look. That's freaking crazy. The soft life. Yeah. Is this that? Yeah, yeah Urban Dictionary. Yep. That's why. That's why I thought you went. I, I'm going to be honest, I need my glasses. I can barely see this. The soft life of the channel. I can read the top, but yeah. Soft life. I, can, I can't really see it that well. Okay. This says soft life. <laughs> when you can make decisions that leave you feeling stress-free and vibrating higher. What the hell is vibrating higher? Less about wealth, though it helps, and more about making good choices. Ordering an Uber to the something appointment instead of taking public transportation. Canceling, rejecting plans with problematic friends and family members. I'm quitting this bastard job. This manager is not the one. I wasn't put on this earth to struggle. I want the soft life. All right, so... So more not... Less the definition, but more the ending of, of like, how the... Like, the way that it was used is the way that I've heard it used before. And I'm, I'm guessing like, it's this, because this is another definition. It might be this one. This one says, the act of simply living a life with less stress, worry, and concern. Making better decisions that benefit your overall well-being. You don't prioritize fitting in, following trends. You're just here to live the divine purpose. And and normally that consists of like being taken care of somebody else. Being it, taken care of by somebody else. Yeah, like because so there has to be some way for you to not, like live stress-free where you can get whatever you want. And normally, it's getting whenever I've heard this term used, it's like you know what I'm saying, like getting taken care of by somebody else. By women or something. Or is this no, or are men saying this? More women than men. I don't think I've I've, very, I've heard any men say that. I've because there's no way that men can have a soft life. That is impossible for us. Well, no, I think you can. It's a little different. I think as a man, you can build it to get to the point. I think like right now, Jeff Bezos is living that soft life. But he had to bust his ass to get there. So it's like not the whole. But maybe but he built it's a soft it. phase of his life. Like it's like a soft period, but it's definitely not a soft life. Like. So you're doing, pretending doing. to live your entire life at that level of zero stress, they, not zero. Not me, not me. They, the people who use this this phrase. That's impossible. That's not like being human. Like, how can you pretend to go through life without stress or without struggle? Because even if you are wealthy, you're probably going to encounter some sort of struggle. Yeah. It may be a different set of struggle. Like I don't know. Maybe you grew up with parents that had money, but they were never there. That created an array of issues for people that do that. And I know many people that was like, oh, they grew up with money, but they have no relationship with their parents. That's a different set of struggles. So it's like, I'm pretty sure their life is now soft. They wouldn't consider it soft. Damn. But I guess, so So the purpose is to is to get to to work hard enough so you can be like in your soft, like, <laughs> like a soft period of your life or whatever. Because like like how you said that Jeff Bezos joined, because he's definitely like, 
he's he's making them motherfucking break bridges apart and shit just so he can fit his guy through. Like they got to take bridges apart. They didn't end up doing that, but but they did that for everybody. Like that wasn't the first time they took that bridge apart. It's just because it was Jeff Bezos, they made a huge deal out of it. Yeah, but it was. I don't think he was like the the, the tenth thousand motherfucker to do that. He might have been like the. I don't know. How many like, super yachts they built. But every time that place made those super yachts, they had to deal with something like that. And I don't know. I don't but, know. Listen, a super anything is crazy. I don't care. I'm like, he worked. And yeah, and I cannot say, and like, this is one of those things that I'm like, he's made my life easier. How many humans alive right now have made your life easier that you know, that you don't directly know? That's a good point. You know what I mean? And I, he's, he's made it more convenient. Yeah, for sure. Oh, he made it easier. Convenience is a way of making it easier. It's, it's a way for you to be able to have that, so quote, soft life. While you may be complaining that he's a billionaire or whatever the case might be, you don't have to leave your couch and go into your hard life and experience the sun hitting your face because you go to your phone and have groceries delivered right to your house because of what he created. And sometimes we take that for granted. And I think that's valuable. And he's providing something to society that's helping. Why shouldn't he be able to enjoy the success that that might have brought to him because of it? Did, did you see the, the she's, she's a woman from Walmart. She's like at a high level that, that they threw a whole bunch of like paint and shit on her yacht, on her super yacht. Did you see that video? No. Was that in Europe or something? I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't remember exactly. I, I saw, it was quick. I just kind of saw her like scrolling. But it's like, it's the same kind of thing. Like she, she's worth like a couple hundred million or whatever. She's in, in that Walmart family of people. And um, the same protesters shit. It's the same kind of shit. Like I don't know why, why people get so upset at some of these people that have, like how you saying that they have all this money, but it's like they work for it. They were smart enough and they made the right decisions and shit to to build and grow to where they got. I understand like the Bill Gates, um, is it Bill Gates? Bill Gates is Microsoft, right? Yeah. I understand the Bill Gates hate a little bit because like they, I like they throw. I think I've heard the conspiracy theory enough times of like him trying to like depopulate the earth a little bit that I'm I'm kind of starting to believe it. I think I'm hearing it. <laughs> And then the, the, did you see the Kamala Harris clip that I said? Yeah, when she when she was like, oh, like talking about the population. Yes. Yeah. Reduce population. She she let she let, that's when you say the um the shit you're not supposed to say in front of everybody. Yeah, I was like, oh, ooh. She, they try to fix it though. They they were like they try to say, oh, that's not what the the scripts say, uh, but yeah, they tried to they switched the word to a different word. Um, fuck, I can't remember. I wish I said I wish I had it pulled up. But yeah, because some of the shit that, that they're saying that he's doing is a little is a little scary. So I don't know. He has his hands on too many things. A bunch of vaccines and third world countries, and it might be for helping. I don't know. Like it'll be like that's one of those things where I'm not educated enough. That's one of the things I could probably go into a rabbit hole and start reading to learn more about it. But I'm not really interested. I'm not. I don't have the energy. Because I'm the type of person when I get interested in something, I'm gonna dig deep into it, and I'm like, I don't even think if I want to know. To be honest. <clears throat> All right, let's let's get out of let's get out of the muddy waters a little bit. Let's go. Let's backpedal um, back into the, to the real talk conversations. And so, the, at, at what age do you do you consider a man that is an adult, or like not the legal age adult, but that is like a real grown man? So let me ask you this. I'm gonna throw you back a question, and and not, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not ignoring the 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 question you asked me. What do you consider a man? What do I consider a man? Yeah, like what is a man? Like I'm just like a a, a grown I'm just saying a real a real grown man that's accountable for his decisions and knows what he's doing. Like it's like all right, I'm this these are the decisions that I make and these are on me. 
Like these are like at, at that point, I feel like once you know that like whatever decisions you make, I got I gotta suffer these consequences and I gotta live up to this shit. Whatever I, whatever it is I did, then that's when I feel like it is. I don't know. I wouldn't. Uh, that's an interesting take because I feel like there's so many people right now that are literally trying to tell the even though they're in the forties right now, they try to tell the government forgive my student loans because I don't want to live with my consequences. So, so that kind of negates that, that conversation we had. But what I'm saying about it is I think if I have to put an age, like a number, like to me, 17, 18, you're a man. Like the moment that you can bring life into this world in some way or another, and you can get up and work and be responsible for you as an individual, you're a man. So I think that 18 to me is a fair number. Uh, some people probably get there a little earlier. Some takes longer. But if you can go and fight in a war, you're a man. If you can go and buy alcohol or cigarettes or whatever the case might be, sure, you're a man. If you have the ability to make those type of choices, I think you're a man at that point. Damn, so you should just be able to do everything at the same time. What is everything? Everything, like work, war, no, 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 no. I don't. I didn't say they were mature, but when would you consider them an adult? And and the reality of it I is, I think mature. I think maturity is included in, in in being an adult. You have to have some level of maturity and some level of like responsibility and of, of consequence. I think by the time you're eighteen, you should know what's right and what's wrong. You should have a decent understanding of what's right and what's wrong. Now, you may still make dumb decisions. Don't get me wrong, and you may still be yeah. pretty dumb in the way you go about things. More than likely, you kind of know when you're not doing the right thing. Yeah, like you like, more morally or or con- like consciously, yeah. But when you're talking about you going to school and and it's been like drummed into your whole life by everybody around you that college is the best thing for you, and you don't really realize that until maybe you get like 25. Like, all right, college. It's not that college was bad for me, but I picked the wrong major. I picked necessarily what I like, and nobody ever really told me that what I like wasn't necessarily the most productive thing. I don't feel like that should be, you know, held against you entirely. So whose fault is it? And who's holding it against you? I, it's the, the, the fault of the person that went to school and took the loan out. It's still their fault. But... But who's holding it against you? No, nobody's holding it against you. Like, you, gotta, you just got to pay that shit back, though, because you, you took that loan. I don't know. I, I think you got to have a level, like... I don't know. I, I think that's a that's a bad that's a bad. Then don't use a student to, loan. So like, yeah, yeah, go with the concept of being a man and, and move away from the student loans aspect of it. I just don't think that that, that this is the decision making that that you made at eighteen is the one that, that you made at twenty five. I didn't say or that 30. was the case. I feel like it, it just needs to be like shot a little bit of bail though. I because I, I agree with you that. So why like, are you saying the word bail? There's, there has, like, a, a little bit more bail, but I feel like sometimes you're like, nah, like... Because you're completely on the on the other side of, like, no, everything is you have to be held accountable for all responsibilities of everything that you do at all But times. you're not being held accountable by who? Like, that's the part that I'm saying. It's like, at that point in time, like, after you're a man, and let's say we don't say the age is 18, so let's yeah. not set the age. I think once you're, a, you're an adult, you should be able to be responsible for your actions. That's it. That is all to me that, that defines an adult. Okay, but the so, only difference being is if I'm not an adult, I'm a minor, that means that my parents are responsible for my action in some way. 
Like to me, that's the main difference between being an adult and not being an adult. When you got it, when you got into a fight as a kid, and you getting into a fight today, you know the resp- the the consequences are very different, and the things that go through your mind are very different. What does that have to do with being an adult? That's what that's what makes you an adult because you you're like that's one of the things that you like the consequences and the the purpose and the reason of why you fight it because the reason might be the same at 15 and at your age today but the, like the the reason of why you're about to fight might be the same reason but your response might be different like you might just be more willing to walk away because you're more conscious of your responsibilities and, and the consequences of the things that yeah because now you have more knowledge i understand that you have more time on your belt you have more experience because yeah. you've literally been alive longer so you have more to pull from in your bank of memories to understand when somebody does something stupid like this i can react physically or i can just walk away and remove myself from the situation like i get it that comes with time and experience but if not then i'll ask you when do you think is somebody should be an adult I don't know. Speaking for men, I feel like more and more men, maybe like 21, honestly. Why? I feel like at 18, like, it even has, like, the word teen in it. Like, I just feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just, I don't I don't think it's right. Like, I just, I just think we need a little bit more, a little bit more time, a little bit more maturity. But it has to, like, you, it has to be a purpose or, like, a, a reason or, like, something for you to actually be doing, like, once you graduate, once you graduate high school, like I feel like maybe everybody should have to go into like the army reserve for like three months or some shit like that, six months, like something to like help push the maturity along and be productive too. You know what I mean? Something like that. Like I don't think that it should just be. I just think that for men, maturity comes with time. Like yeah, like if you go to the army, that will probably push it in a certain way because you're gonna be they're gonna expedite a certain level of stress in you for a period of a few months. So that's going to make you grow in some ways. Um, so you're saying you're willing to say that men, are you including women as 21 being an adult too? No, no, I'm, I'm just talking. I'm just talking about men. I feel like <clears throat> we just like is when is when we get a little a little smarter about our, about our decision making. Is all I'm saying. Like I feel like we don't we don't really start to get more mature when we get till we hit like 25 around it. When we start to like get a little bit more mature, but I'm just saying our, our decision-making gets a little better. That's a cop-out. I think that's a cop-out. Because once again, I think that comes on the responsibility of the individual. And I get it. Not everybody has the same parents, the same home life balance uh, growing up uh, in school. But at 18, I'm like, you have a decent understanding of what's right and wrong. You probably can work. You probably can get around on your own. You probably can travel on your own. So, so why, what is it? So, are you afraid of the responsibility? Is that what it is? Of saying I'm an adult and like the responsibility that comes with being an adult? I, I, I think that just is a lot sometimes for, for an 18 year old. Because you got to figure out, like, imagine like an 18 year old that if, if they take on the full responsibility of like, yo, I'm moving out and I'm about to get this full time job, I'm about to work, I'm about to do all this shit. Like, that's a, that's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of, it's a lot of shit to like try to put onto yourself. At, a, at an early age. That's a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it a lot? Like, I'm like, did you see? Like, now, now I'm starting to think about the soft life, and, and I'm starting to understand it. So I'm like, this is how easy we have it that we are saying, "Damn, at 18, I'm not ready to work on my own and like 
get enough for me to survive. Where there's people, because I, I like to compare stuff to different countries by default, because I know there's kids that at seven, eight, nine, they're already working to be able to bring food to, food to the table, to be able to get enough for like their parents to eat, them to eat. Uh, and depending on the country, yeah, in, in America, we're going to see that that's child abuse, which I understand 100%. But I'm also conscious of like, they had to do it at a young age. And I guarantee you, by the time they get to 15, 16, 17, they are, they're not going to be saying, it's too hard for me to go out there and get it for me to survive. And that's what we're saying. It's too hard at 18 for you to go out there and survive. I, I think for, for some people, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of responsibility that they just aren't always necessarily prepared for. And we just got to do a better job at preparing ourselves as people. And we have to take that accountability and that responsibility. But then also I feel like so not everybody has, those, like we said, those people around them to help them and, like, and show them and like give them advice and be like, oh, you know, here, like. So what are you missing at 18 that you, that you don't think you're getting? For me personally, damn, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I was, I was pretty responsible at 18. So I'm not, I'm just, it's just a, it's just a, a I'm not speaking about myself per se. I'm speaking more of like an observation. Cause then I, I, when I looked at myself and I looked at a lot of, a lot of my friend group around me of the, the people that were my age, it was like a lot, a lot of times they were in, we would be in different stages of life. Like, they still be living at home, or they still be doing this shit at 21 or whatever. Like, I was out living by myself. So it's different. Yeah, but that's, that's in everything. Like, there's people in different stages of life all the way through your life. Yeah. Like, that's never going to change. And the responsibilities, they're always going to probably feel big if it's something you never experienced. Because I think that's what, the, that's what the main difference is. It's like, oh, for the first time, I'm the one who has to put food on the table for myself or I need to cook or, or I need to clean or wash my own clothes or whatever the case might be. It's just something new that you have to learn and do it. Now, that can be what you're experiencing at 18, but then at 28, 29, you're like, damn, I'm about to have a kid. And now you have to deal with that. That's a different set of responsibilities. Yeah. So, like, there will always be something different. Maybe at 25, 32 you're buying your first house. So now you got to deal with the responsibility of owning a home. Like there's always going to be stages in life where you're going to go through things that are different. Uh, so if we go with that kind of mindset, I can say that I'm not ready based on whatever stage I am in life. Cause there's always going to be something that could potentially be seen as scary or that I don't want to do, or it's difficult or cause that's just life. There's always going to be something that you haven't done before, and you're like, you probably maybe there can be an element of fear to to having to experience that. Okay, so you end up you end up becoming a man is once once you are you take that first step of like once you like, <clears throat> once you actually start to do like do these things of like that like are adult things like once you start having sex once you start getting a job once you start moving out once you start doing no stuff, at that point once you take once you once you Take that step off the porch. It's like, all right, you you an adult. No, because how many kids aren't having sex now? Like at thirteen and shit. So so, so like so it's very different. But what I'm saying is, so what doesn't that why moment, aren't they adults? That's what I'm saying. Like we're like this is the part where we kind of play the semantics game of saying, oh, kids should be able to vote at sixteen or whatever the case might be. What I'm saying is, I think eighteen is a decent number because by that you have a decent amount of life experience, maybe not much. Uh, but you probably want the freedom to be able to do things without having to have an adult co-sign it. 
Because, like, if you think of being 18, oh, I want to be able to do X, Y, C. Imagine if you still had to ask your parents or whatever, or they needed a sign or whatever the case might be. So I do think that's a, that's a decent number to be an adult, to be considered an adult. But you don't, but you don't have experience because you've been, you've been in school the whole time. Like you've been in high school and middle school, elementary school the whole time. You don't have any real life experience. Like, so you're all, all your, your real like experiences are just interactions with like your classmates and then anything you say or do, like there's only but a certain level of consequence that you can actually go through in school. And then there's a lot of shit that you don't actually experience until you become an adult and you go out and. Exactly. But like if you still and I guaranteed you, like if we were to say, cool, you become an adult at 22, then people will be still living with their parents till 22, whatever the case may be. And they still won't have the life experience. Like the fact that you become an adult is probably what pushes you to having to make certain actions that get you the life experience. Because I still know people that they're almost hitting 30 and they still living with their parents. Like as, as that's not an anomaly, like. That's something that I've seen often. Like, to me, that's weird. Like, I, I moved out at 17. Uh, so, so it's something, like, I don't know. To, it's just weird to me. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm still, like, hitting 30 and I'm with my parents. Like, I get it if you're like, oh, I went, I went out, I did it, and I failed. And I'm like, in a way, I'm trying to get back on my feet. My parents are helping me out. That makes perfect sense to me. But people who never tried it, they never moved out, they're still with their parents. You, got, you better have some money saved or some shit. You better be stacking that whole time you was there. That's oh. the only way I, I feel like it's cool once you hit a certain age. But after a certain while, I agree with you. Got to get the fuck out the crib. But I also I feel like if my if my kids lived with me till they was like 20, uh, 25, 24, like that. Also, well, I want to say my kid like I would like I wish I could have lived with my mom a little bit longer, like in her crib. Type yeah, shit. I don't know because I think that makes them want that soft life. Like I think, while while it sucks, I think I I want my kids to be able to have uh, experiences that are not shielded by me. I get it. Like you protect them while you're a kid, but like the only way they're gonna become a productive member of society is if they learn uh, how to manage things on their own and that they're capable of doing things on their own and that they can achieve and they can set goals and hit them. But if your parents are always there to catch you because they'll probably be there even if you don't live with them. Like, if they can help you, they're going to probably try to help you. Yeah. Um, but if you don't go out and experience and have that that aspect of, like, oh, I haven't eaten today or, like, some of those days, like, you have to have those life experiences to, like, really feel it. Uh, like, because if not, you just, you won't have the experience. You still will never be a grown-up in theory. So if you ever go through that shit, you know, what the fuck? This shit is going to fuck your head up, yeah. What's going to happen is you ever go through that, you're going to think it's the end of the world. And and I think that's a lot of what we see nowadays is like uh, some struggles that to somebody who's maybe had a lot of life experiences don't seem like big struggles to individuals who haven't is the end of the world because that's the worst thing they've experienced. And I, I like my life is nowhere near the hardest life ever to exist. No, I don't I don't think my life is hard at all. But sometimes people complain, like, say certain shit to me sometimes, and I'm like, because you're my friend and I love you, I, like, I'll listen to them, I have a conversation, I'm whatever, whatever, um, whatever makes it. What happened? And I don't know, the fucking Bluetooth kept going off. Oh. Um, so I listen to them, I talk to them, whatever, but sometimes I just be thinking, I'm like, damn, like, they, like, it's 
it's not that it's not that hard. Like it's like life is tougher. Like life is tough. Yeah, but I think that's when you got to be that friend that tells them and calls them out on it. Because what happens is they probably lived a life where maybe they never hear the truth. Often they always have the people because I think nowadays it's easy to have people that are your friends, but they will always say the thing that they think you want to hear, and they will hardly call you out on your shit and be like, "Nah, you're acting up," or "What you? I don't think you're right. I think you're messing up right here." I think that decision is the reason why you're having this in X Y Z kind of kind of thing right now. You get what I mean? So, but I think. That's when you have to be call them out, and I don't mean in a negative way. It's like pointed out to him. It's like, yo, like right now you're acting like you shouldn't. It's not like it sounds like it's a big deal, but it's probably not the worst thing in the world right now. Yeah, or like I just try to, I try to like push them towards a certain like a certain way without saying it though. But I will just push them that way. Like, all right, so what are you doing to like work towards that? Or like, damn, why do you think that that happened to you? Like, and I'll just kind of like push them like towards that kind of way to like lead them like, yo, here's the answer of why I think you fucking up, but in a nice way, because sometimes I, I can say shit and I could come off a little mean sometimes and I don't always mean it that way. Like I might, I might have a good intention, but I have bad communication skills. So, <laughs> so I'm trying to get better at that shit. Then I think if they're your friends, they should know that you're that way. Like one thing I would say, cause I, I would say friends, friends, I have a handful of friends. Like I wouldn't say I have too many of them. But most of them know, because I'll probably have the speech to them, like, yo, like, there'll be times that I'm just going to be blunt and just know that I'm coming from a place of love. That's it. I preface it. It's never going to be me trying to be mean. And if you come back at it, it's not like I won't listen kind of a thing. But that opens it up for me to be able to just be who I am, which is a pretty straight shooter. And then I'm shooting straight. Or, or sometimes I literally be like, yo, you ready to hear it? Like, sometimes, like even today, I literally had a conversation with my friend that's going through some stuff in life. Uh, and it it was all because of decisions, decisions he's made uh, and like having partnerships in business. And now you have dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars in the line because of those decisions. And there was a point in the conversation. I was like, cool, you're done venting. Like I asked them, now you're ready to hear it, which is like, I'm, I'm going to give you my like what, what I think is going on. Uh, and in his mind, it's like, yep, like he was ready. But I asked it kind of like so he knew it's like, yo, I gave you a moment. You had your good 10, 15 minutes of just. Letting me know what was going on. Now, I'm going to give you what I think you need to hear from me right now. And I'm going to be pretty blunt about it. And I think especially men, we need a lot of that in life. Because if you don't have that, it's very easy to get distracted or think you're doing things right. Because uh, nobody is kind of like putting a mirror in front of you and saying, nah, right now you got to talk to yourself because you're the one fucking up. It's just, it's so hard. But yeah, but like how you started it, it's, it's hard to find that shit. To find that person and put the mirror in your face. Especially if shit is going good, because sometimes shit is going good, but you still, you fucking up, but shit is going good, but you don't got that mirror. I don't know. You can always see trends even when things are going good, because you can see the actions that the person is taking that is good. And then the same way you're calling out when they do something bad, you can be like, yo, you're doing the right things right now. Like, like. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to see you do this. Like, I'm the type of person that I will randomly, like, if I see somebody doing good, I'd be like, damn. Like, I would just write a message. I literally, I was like three days ago, uh, a friend of mine from LA, I was like, oh, he, they're killing it. So I just went ahead and wrote, I was like, yo, you're making me proud doing what you're doing. Like, every time I see you, you're inspiring me. So keep pushing. Like, you have people watching you. And I know those little things are often not said, 
So if somebody means something to you, like I will call you out. Now, if they were doing something that I think is negative, like, yo, you ready to hear? Because I think this is not right. Like, I'll let them know too. So I think you have to go both ways. Because he- hearing that positive, like, those little messages or whatever, like, that shit means a lot. Especially sometimes, like, when you're not expecting that shit, or sometimes you might be going through, like, a moment that's a little slow or a little tough or whatever, like, and especially in, in whatever you're creating or doing, and somebody's like, yo, that shit fire, I really fuck with, like, that shit, it, it gives, a, like, a very good energy, and it, it kind of, like, relights the energy or, like, just adds a little bit more oil to the fire type shit, so it's like, it's good to, definitely good to share positive energy with people. It's a book for that. It's called How Full Is Your Bucket? Read it. How Full Is Your Bucket? It's about giving feedback and the power of giving positive feedback so that when you give negative, it's accepted well. Well, check that out. Check that out. I'm just saying I got to read. I got to add some more words to my vocabulary and shit. You see, that's another thing that I think men should do. Read every day. No, I mean it. You see, you just said it, right? It's like, yeah, I ain't doing that shit. I'm nah, like, nah, I'm, I agree with you. No, 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 I agree. Why, why I said it like that more is because I have some shit right there where I'm like, you are, you always fucking right. Not always, but you be right. Because the other day, I'm chilling with this shorty and she sat down on my lap. And that, and that was the first time that, like, she wasn't that big. Like, she, and that was the first time that when she said, yo, my legs start shaking and shit. I'm like, yo, I swear to God, I thought about you. I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta go to the fucking gym because, like, I gotta do his fucking legs. I never. I, that she's probably the smallest woman that's ever sat on me that has caused that reaction out of my life. Like I'd have had some big bitches sit on me, and that should be fine. No, I was embarrassed, bro. I don't know if she noticed it, but I, I was. That shit was tough. I'm telling you, go to the gym. I definitely gotta go to the gym. Um, let me keep it up. Let me see, cause I had a couple more. Um. Oh, do you think you could be a stay-at-home dad? Do I think I can be a stay-at-home dad? Probably not. Like, uh, like, uh, like I enjoy the time with my son, but I enjoy working too. Like, I enjoy the the aspect of of going out there and getting it. Um, now, if, if I had to, maybe. Uh, but I don't know if I could. I don't know if I if I would be able to. Do you think women respect stay-at-home dads? Do I think women respect stay-at-home dads? As a man. As a man. Not as a dad. As a man. I don't know. I think it depends on, on the relationship dynamics. I think we're, we're living through very interesting times where I think, if I think 50 years ago, uh, I don't believe like both people had to be working, like, like the, the, mm-hmm. both parents. Uh, but like, right now we're in a day and age where people are barely even together. Most people are raising children on their own and single. So, so even thinking of a stay-at-home dad, I think they're few and far between. Do I think women respect them? Uh, in which way? I don't know. I feel like, uh, I don't know. They may find him being a dad attractive. I don't know. They, they might. I don't know. I'm not a woman, so it'll be hard for me to say it. So, so it'd be a little difficult. Now, what I do think can be hard is if the man is not providing value, uh, I think that can come back to bite him in the ass. You feel like he's more easily replaced? I feel like the way that we, that we view those values are different. 
Oh, fuck that. I'm going to skip that. I don't want to get into that conversation. I'm going to skip that conversation right now. Um, um, damn. So I got, I've, like, just on a morbid shit, I'm going to fuck up the energy a little bit because we just kind of flowing. But so, um, just to, just to reaffirm people, man, y'all got to try to stay positive and keep pushing through because, like, how we talking, the hardest shit that you're going through ain't necessarily, like, necessarily the hardest thing ever or whatever. <clears throat> One of my coworkers and shit, he uh, he been out for a while. He came into work and shit. Um, he didn't come into work, but he was like at the shop and shit. And he got um, he was telling us he got fucking four different cancers and shit. And they told he don't got that much time left to live. Like they haven't given him an exact timetable, but it's not like a crazy amount of time. And um, he was just saying like, oh damn, like I want to enjoy this time. Like like I hope I can I can make one more birthday or. I can make like uh, well, like my anniversary with my wife, spend a little bit of time with my with my grandkids and shit. But he's super young. He like he probably like smacks like sixty, still in his fifties and shit, and just super fucked up, out of shape. He's out of shape. Yeah, yeah. tough smoke and all that shit, like smoke cigarettes and shit. So it's tough, man. We gotta we gotta take care of ourselves. We got. I feel like that's some shit that doesn't isn't super like pushed like that. Like how important it is to to take care of ourselves and make sure we're eating good. I don't know. I think because uh, I, I feel like life is not going to stop for you. Uh, and I think that's a very real thing to, to have to deal with. And sometimes it takes seeing something that drastic for you to like realize. It was like, oh, shit, like I'm not immune to life hitting me. Like it can just happen to anyone. So I think it's important to try to live. I don't want to say the cliche of like live every day like it's your, like it's your last because I'm like, eh, it's not really. But like. I do want to hold the values that I hold dear on, on everything that I do every single day if I can. Uh, but also, the same way I'm like, I'm investing in me and my body, my mind on a daily basis if possible. Because I'm not thinking it's going to pay off right now. It does help me right now, like different types of energy level and so on. But it's, I'm thinking long term, I was like, oh, if I, if I do get to be old... I want to be able to walk on my own. Like I don't I don't want to be able to like be with a walker or like like I need I want to be able to like navigate the world on my own. Like like as, for as long as I can. And I think that's super important and we don't talk much about it. Yeah. We seen that shit a lot like a, a lot of older people and shit you know, at work and all that shit like with dementia and all like just older and shit. It's like I'm trying to be grateful for it. I, I try to I try to repeat this shit as much as I can like how grateful I'm just I'm alive today. Eat the little shit. I could see, I could walk, I could eat, I could. And how fire is that? That we get to decide what we want to eat every day. Like that, like, you know how many people don't get to choose that? Like, how many people just got, they don't eat, period, or they can only eat, like, nah, all I got for today is tuna and bread. That's it. The can of tuna and some bread. Like, I don't got nothing else. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, so I'm grateful, man. Shout out to God, man. Very, very grateful. Let me see what else I got. Oh shit! I went to see Spider Man a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> the uh, with my niece and my nephew and shit. Um, fucking, it was cool. It was alright. Did you, did you see it? The, the nah, no, nah, I haven't yet. That shit was. It, it was alright. I feel like it was a little gassed up. I'm super duper late to it. I did watch it a couple of weeks ago. I was gonna talk about it last week, but uh, it didn't fit into <laughs> into our conversation last week. So. Um, but yeah, it, it was cool. I'm waiting for part two. I thought it was gonna be a little bit better. I think it's one of those things where like where people kind of gassed it up so much that like my expectation was just so high when going into it. Did they leave it in a good cliffhanger or no? Um, I, f- I feel like it. it nah. I'm gonna take that as a no. 
I didn't like the way that it ended personally, but like they left it with enough like just a whole bunch of shit that's about to go down in the next one. But I just didn't like necessarily how it ended. Like um, the one with Thanos or whatever the first mm-hmm. one when when that one like the like Avengers that, yeah yeah that cliffhanger shit like that was cool like that one kept me like oh shit I can't wait to see the next one. This one is just like all right I'm invested but like I'm gonna still go see it but this is some bullshit. Like, I ain't like that shit. Um, but before the before the movie started, so there was a couple previews for the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yep. You you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. They, the the turtles that eat pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were guys. I thought all four of them were guys. Yes, in the cartoons they are all guys. Ah, they got a movie coming out, and the uh, Donatello, the one with the with the purple, joint, he a girl. Like transgender? No, I well, I mean he's a turtle, so he, trans turtle. I don't know what the fuck he is, but. I don't know what the I don't know. He nah, just had Donatello a is not a girl. Yeah, Did they it, change the name? No, Donatello, but he just had a girl voice. Was it a man with a very soft voice? I don't know who's playing him. It just fucked me up because I'm like, wait, hold on. We like, I don't know why instead instead of being like we being too like we're trying to change shit that already exists. Like why they can't just adopt a a, a fucking a pigeon or some shit as a sister? I don't fucking know. Like get another animal or some shit. Why don't they just make new movies? I think, you see, like, this is one of those things that I feel like is hurting, like, the movie industry so much that they are politicizing, because I feel like that's, like, pol- like a political move Yeah. Uh, in, uh, at the end of the day. And, that's like, so way. many, like, you have the same shit with the, with the Little Mermaid, like, a whole bunch of drama over that. Oh, because it was a, it was a black mermaid. It was, yeah. But I'm like, why don't you just... Make new movies and make new characters, and Lack that's it. Like, bro. make new things. Why do you have to change what's already there? Like, if we say, okay, like, we don't want it because it was, maybe, I don't know, it was too white or whatever the case may be, then make a different movie and have a different cast. I think, like, one of the best movies that you can think, like, from that aspect was Black Panther. Like, you have an entirely kind of new character and an entire universe around it in Wakanda, and I think that's why it hit so well, as opposed to oh, this is the one that's already existed, the freaking Ninja Turtles, now I'm going to change it. Same thing with Ghostbusters. And if you remember when they met them all girls, Mm-mm. like everybody, it's, that shit sucked. Like, like when they went from like, and I'm like, why are you making them all? Like, it's just weird. Like, it didn't make any sense. And it was just awkward. And <laughs> the yeah. way they try to do jokes, it just, it, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't a good movie. But I never watched none of them shits before. Um, the other movie that I did see, though, that, that's coming out um, is Blue Beetle. It's a, it's a DC superhero movie or whatever where he's uh he's Mexican. The only thing like I'm not, I'm, I'm a hater. I ain't gonna let that you. I'm a fucking hater. I'm gonna tell you all the shit I don't like about some shit. <laughs> but the only thing I didn't like about that shit is that they got uh, George Lopez as like the Mexican dad, like the dad. What's wrong the, with that? He's he always the Mexican dad. They only ever cast two people as like for Mexican leads is George Lopez and and my man with the long hair. Um, you know who I'm talking about. With he, a crazy face, yeah, he got machete long hair and, and shit. some of the moves. Like, That's some. the only two Mexican. Like, yo, come on, bring some more Mexicans into the into the to the community. Like, they, yeah, I could cast more Mexicans. Like, it don't got to be just the same two people. That's the only thing I didn't like. But I like I'm, that's that's cool. I'm excited to see that. It's a different superhero that'll get a movie, and it's a it's a different. Um, you know, it's not just like the same like white superheroes and shit. So it's cool. Get to see some different shit. Like changing, but I'm cool with that. Like I'm like, hey, new characters. Like like you can create a whole new story and a whole new reason why to like someone. Yeah. And, and that is what it is. And I think that'd be that's an easier way to go about it as opposed to making 
changing something else. Unless you want to do that to garner attention, I guess, and like get press. But it never works. But I, like, I, I don't like, know if it works well. I don't know. Mm-mm. I feel like Philly needs a superhero. Like Philly in real life, but also, <laughs> also <Shit>. like, <laughs> also like in movies and shit, something like that. I feel like they do, but I just can't remember. It's not like a big superhero. Imagine Kensington being Gotham. Based out of Kensington. It just might be too small. Like, the area might not be big enough, but I ain't gonna lie. It's definitely bad as fuck. But it's crazy. But the areas are pretty small. Like, look at Daredevil, for example. He's like, in a tiny little piece of Manhattan is where he'd be around and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know enough about Manhattan like that. To know more or less how how his kitchen is, but he's dope. That's a thing. I think he got some shit. He did some new. Some new um, who did I see? No, it was Deadpool and Wolverine. That's who I saw. That shit looked like it's gonna be good. Oh, well, Wolverine has a super old, the super yellow and blue. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's actually you. Exactly, the real guy's playing it too, right? I yeah, like I think shit. I saw that. That would be cool. That's probably the only like MCU shit that I watch coming up. I don't know, like that and Spider Man and shit. Like, or Spider Man's in that shit, I'll probably watch it. But that's about Which it. Spider Man? Like, There's like 37 of them now. Yeah, yeah, I watch all them motherfuckers. But Black Panther is like, yeah, y'all lost me after after uh, he passed away. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, if I want to talk after sex, like that's how I know I'm scared of you. Like, cause it, if you want to talk after sex, you're scared of her. Yeah, that's how I know I'm scared. Of, like, <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Because afterwards, I'm like, hold on, I enjoyed this shit, and I actually want to hang out with you. And that's what I'd be scared. That's the part that scares me a little So you're bit. scared of the person, or you're scared of the fact that you actually like the person? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that I actually be like, oh, I actually enjoyed this. Like, I'll do this again. That's the scary part of it. Huh. Who was it? I think it was Destiny. I saw, like, a clip of him saying that whenever he's dating someone to see if they like him, he goes in and gets them to like, like if, if they've been talking or whatever, like he goes, jerks off. And if after he jerks off, he still wants to talk or see that person, he then takes them seriously to take them on a date. I'm still in that. I'm going to steal that because you know, like the amount of times that I'm like, yo, I didn't go on six dates with this bitch. And after I had sex with her, for some reason, I can't pinpoint it, but I just don't want to be next to you. And then, like, I could never realize why that, why that existed in my mind. Like, what the fuck is it that makes me want to not hang out with you after that? And then I'm like, oh, it's just because I really don't like you like that. But it took me, like, having to go through this shit multiple times in life to, like, be like, oh, like, to really come to that realization. But it's like, this, but then to me, I feel like there's no other way where I can really know the answer to that unless I sleep with her. But this, so we're going to try this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know how this works. Don't tell me. You had to tell Destiny. I don't know. I don't know who Destiny is. He's a guy with blue hair on YouTube. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I can watch a guy with blue hair on YouTube. He's Al Smart, though. He might be the first blue hair motherfucker I fuck with. Because I can't. I don't know. It's saying about blue hair that I just, like, you just don't mean business to me. Like, I just don't. It just doesn't. I don't know. Like, I feel like I can't take you seriously. Like, if you got, like, blue hair or green hair or some shit, like, I can't take you seriously. But I'm also a motherfucker with a with a ponytail and shit, a motherfucking man bun. So who the fuck am I to talk about hair and shit? Let me see. I'm convinced I only like hoes. You're convinced you only like hoes. Yeah, I don't got nothing else for that. You know. You just said it. Yeah, I know. No, like you just like two two seconds ago, you were talking about 
like if I still want to talk to someone, then then you're afraid. So what does it mean that you only like holes or you only talk to them or you only approach? The problem them? is that after I feel like uh, I go through that stage and then I end up finding them, I end up finding out that she a hoe. After I go through that. That stage. After I'd be like, damn, I actually kind of like her. And then I'd be like, fuck, this bitch a hoe. But then the ones that don't, that I don't end up not liking, they be like, they don't be hoes. Is it really that hard to figure it out? Like, like I'm like, like, is it really that hard to figure it out? And it's weird, because I'm like, because I'm, I'm talking from somebody who's not really talking to, like, I talk to plenty of women, but not in that way. But like, normally, within me meeting someone, within an hour or two, I can know. Like, if I'm like at a photo shoot, I know which models are like they are decent morally, and which ones are out there, out there. But decent, like morally, and the problem is I be knowing too. But then I just be like, "Fuck, but she a hoe." That's the problem. That's, you just, that's what the problem is. Cause so I you're be ignoring knowing. red flags, huh? You ignoring every red flag. I, no, I don't. I'm not ignoring it because I be seeing them shits. So I'm be like, that shit is red as fuck. I be seeing them bitches, but. I would just be like, damn, like, I guess, yeah, I'd be ignoring them sometimes. Yeah, I'd be ignoring them. You're right. That's exactly what it is. <coughs> but if I don't, but if I'm not taking her seriously, then it don't matter. Yeah. All right. I guess so. If you're not, like, in that stage in life, then, yeah. All right, cool. As long as I don't take her seriously, it don't matter. <laughs> oh, shit. Because I guess she won't be taking you seriously anyway, so it's the same thing. Why would she? I guess. Nah, nah, maybe. Probably. Eh? What do you mean? So it's fair for you to not take her seriously, but she should take you seriously? The, the only... I, <clears throat> just because once I realize that, like, once it's really said something, I'm like, yeah, she a hoe. And I'm like, and I can confirm that to myself, and I'm like, all right, okay, so now what am I going to do with this information that I have acquired? I have one or two options. I could still keep fucking with you, but I got to treat you differently or not fuck with you. So then, I mean, at that point, like, I'm going to just, I'm going to just treat her differently. Okay, sure. Yeah, you just right, gave yourself right. advice. You're right, you're right. I get what you're saying. Once I said that out loud, I was, yeah, you're right, you're right. Like, that didn't mean, I was like, yeah, hey, it doesn't make sense to me, but I'm like, hey. I get what you're saying. What are your thoughts on people that say this term? Because I've, I've been hearing this shit online, like, all over the place. The term, I love hard. What are your thoughts on people that automatically say, I love hard? I feel like that's a, that's, that's some like toxic love ass shit. Like, to me, that's, that's how I read that shit. Like, if you tell me, if you tell me you love hard, I feel like you're going to do some toxic ass shit if at any point, like. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only, because every time I see it, and, and it's usually it's girls are saying bitch. it. It's usually girls saying it. And in my mind, I'm like, every time she explained why she says she loves hard, I'm like, oh, it sounds like you're psycho and and you want to be able to justify your actions by saying that you're loving hard. Uh, I'm like, I fuck somebody else. So you want to stab me, bitch? What? Like, I I don't know. But that's that's the same. That's how I understand it. Because every show that I've ever seen say that shit, they be the crazy one. Because I'm like, if I was like, anytime I hear that, I'm like, hold up, what are you going to say? Where is this story going? And it never goes in a place that's favorable to them. But in their mind, as they're saying it, they're super serious and they really think it makes sense. They, yeah, they believe it wholeheartedly. They, like, it just, it justifies their, their actions. Yeah. Because of, of whatever shit, like, oh, because I, 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 
I don't know. They'll just they'll try to justify the actions with I love hard. That's that's what that's how I view that as. It's it's just a toxic way to try to justify the the things that you that you do, like the bullshit that you do. Yeah, makes sense. So I have a question, and this one was okay, we're going to do the other podcast, but this was: Is it unreasonable to expect people to act differently in a relationship versus when they're single? Is it unreasonable? Yes, is it unreasonable to expect people to act differently in a relationship versus the way they act when they're single? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't expect. I, when I don't expect nobody like once you're in a relationship, I don't expect you to act the same way from when you're single. Like in which way? And and every way, the way that you move and the and the people you have around you, the thing like the shit that you do. I don't, I don't I don't expect that shit. Cause shit like you gonna you gonna change a little bit. You are gonna be. More, more respectful, more sense kind of things. Like I don't expect you to be out clubbing, drinking all night with me till six o'clock in the morning. Like if we do, if we do that when we single, but then now you live with your girl and she's not out with us. We just chilling, having a guys night. Like I ain't like, bro, you know, like at least me personally, like bro, I'm not trying to get home super late neither. Like, all right, if this shit closed at two, then whatever, we leave at two or one, whatever, back in the crib. Like, no, but I don't even imagine. So imagine if you're dating a girl, right? Do you expect her to to act the same way she acted when she when you first met her, and now that you're in a relationship? The reason I wrote this question it came to me after all the Jonah Hill conversation, because I as I was editing the podcast, she was like, "Oh, she was wearing bathing suits and doing X Y C before she met you." Yeah. Why doesn't she have to change it now that they that they were together? So that brought that that thought into my mind of like, aren't people supposed to change in a relationship or do things differently, move differently? Uh, to the world than when they were single? It, to a degree, yeah. Because then, at the same time, I, the person that I liked is that person that I met. So, the, some, I like some of these things. That's why I'm with you. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a belief, like, uh, in the belief of, like, if if I'm dating you and I, and I met you this kind of way, then, like, I can't really sit here and try to change you. This is this is how I met you. I don't think that I should come in and try to change you. Like, now, what I, would, I would like to always feel respected and shit, but I can't always... Like, I'm not going to tell you to stop doing the shit that I that you was already doing, because that's how I saw you. But are you really telling them what to do? Like, I, I don't know. To me, it's weird, and I guess it's, um, it's odd, because I'm looking at it from somebody who's been, like, an, I've been married for, like, ever, I would say now. So so in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you, you're supposed to act different. And it shouldn't even be unreasonable to think that. To me, it was like, oh, it's self-explanatory. It's like, oh, once you're in a relationship, I will act differently. Like, some of the stuff I did when I was single, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, like... And and it was very interesting in the in the in the take that that she took. She was like, "Oh, why well, you want to change me? I don't even think of somebody trying to change you. I'm like, it's just an expectation of you want to be different. Like if, if 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 I'm dating a girl or like if a girl was dating a guy, what if he he's at a nightclub every single weekend and that means he's probably taking girl home every every time he's going out. Once you start dating, I bet you don't want him to keep taking girls home. So that means you're expecting him to act different. Yeah, like there's, there's certain things where you're gonna, you got to change to respect each other and, and grow the relationship. Correct. So how is that different the other way around? I think I think it just depends like per topic. Like what what particular... Like, Pick a topic. Pick any. No, I don't know. I, I'm not... Like I, what she wears or something. Yeah, I just think if, if I met you like that, like then cool. I can't... I'm not going to tell you to change. That's how I feel personally. Like, so now also now I also take that into account when I'm looking for who I'm dating for. I can't. I'm not. I'm also not this kind of motherfucker that if I see a woman and like, 
and I see you that, that like your post, you got your ass out, you got this out, you got that out, and that's how I saw you. I I know that I, for me personally, I can't date you for whatever from whatever I see type shit. Like I'm like, oh no, you on some wild shit, but that don't mean I can't talk to you, I can't hang out with you, but I just cannot betray me. I can't be like, yo, you my girl, and then try to change you, and then be mad that you don't want to change. This is who you are. This is who you've shown to be. That's interesting. I don't know. That's a very very interesting. Way of thinking. It's like, like I said, in my mind, I'm like, it, it makes sense for people to start acting different. Like, I will expect you to act different on social media. I will expect you to post things differently. I will expect you to carry yourself different when you're out in public. Like, like, like you won't act the same exact way you did when you're single. And I, and I, again, I agree with that. You should, <clears throat> because now when you're single and then you, your kind of interactions, your DMs, your texts, your, your, the way you reply to comments or whatever, like I feel like that should change because you're supposed to respect your partner. So I'm like, if, if before you will post a picture and then you might respond to a nigga to in the comments, I'm just saying you can still post the same picture, you just don't respond to the comments. You just leave the comments there. Like, all right, somebody comment on your picture. I don't, I, I'm not mad because somebody commented on your picture. We all think you're attractive, but it's just the way you the way you go about it. Or like when you or you interacting with, with men on the street, like are you, you might see a guy that you find attractive that before if he would have talked to you, you would have you would have fucked with. Like you might have gave him attention, but don't do that shit now. That's an interesting I don't know. Because for me, I I know I act different and I I'm consciously I don't do things that I probably would do if I were single. And I'm like, even like social media, for example, like, I don't, well, you've known me forever. So this is a perfect example. I don't think you ever seen me post a car in social media. Nobody's seen my house. You get what I mean? Because I know the kind of attention that will bring. And I, I would just find that disrespectful. Because I think for me, especially like if you've known me, like if I was to always post the type of cars that I drive, like how I maneuver, like where I'm at, you get what I mean? Like that would be the type of stuff that I guarantee you will catch female attention in one way or another. So I choose to not post that. And I'm like, I just don't expose that aspect of my life in any way. And I think, to me, that's just normal. And I think it was like, oh, that's a simple expectation. It'll be the same thing as like, like if my wife was to start posting bikini pictures every other day or something, I'll be like, nah, I don't think that's right. We, so basically what you're saying is we, we should stop thirst trapping once we get in relationships. Because we all have our ways of, of thirst trapping. When when you in it, when you pop in a little bit and you go to another city and and you post a a, a joint of yo, I'm in this city, is because you want people to know that you're there, or like, or even not even if you pop in, even if you only know one girl in that city, and you you just want her to know that you're in that city, so that's why you posted that shit. So you we, like you thirst trapping or whatever. So <clears throat> like unless you do like like I, I that's the way that I see it. That I feel like I right, the thirst trapping shit just got to chill because everybody's always like. Reaching for something. Exactly. But I'm like, I don't think that's unreasonable. I don't know. I feel like it'll be then. I want to have that conversation. Like whenever we have a girl on the pod, I'll probably ask because I bet they have a very different expectation. They probably think about it wrong. Or they think it's controlling or, or you're, or what's the word they use? Narcissistic or something like that. You know, they'll find gaslighting or this or that. They'll find a word. They got, that's some shit women will do is find a word for some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know because to me I'm like it's just normal I'm like I will expect you to act different not to post certain things not to do certain things not to hang around the same kind of people uh, and I don't mean it negatively but I'm like if you were with a group of single girls and let's say you a group of six uh, like I probably don't think 
it will be right for you to be going out with them girls every weekend or something again. Like I think that because because now you're in a dynamic where you're exposing yourself to a very different lifestyle because they are out in the hunt. That we, means that you're exposing like yourself to that. Are we are we really allowed to say that though as men? Like I feel like you say that to a show that she gonna just she gonna look at you different. Like you insecure or some shit. Like like fuck you. Like why can't I? Because that's her friends. And she go like. Because I, I get you, I feel the same way. It's like, damn, you go, I, like, I, I wouldn't really want you outside every fucking weekend, but that, like, nah, fuck that, you're right. Because I, I mean, I, I can't, not me, I don't know. Like, to me, that would be like a normal expectation. And especially, with, like, because like, I think. You don't got to change, I'm sorry to cut you off. You don't got to change your friend group, you got to change the location sometimes. Like, possibly. You don't be or, like, in you, the club and or you hang out with them differently. Like, you, yeah. like, you'll still meet with them and be like, yo, let's do brunch or something. Like, yeah, you do yeah, it differently. Because yeah. I'm like, when you go out to the club, you're going there for a very specific reason. Now, it's very different, like, if we're going out and as couple friends, you get what I mean? Like, it's like a few couples going together and, like, just having fun is very, very different. Or even if you're going out with girls to say that they're all married or something and you guys are doing a one-girl night out or something, that's very different. But if all your girls are single, they're thinking like single women. So they're there for a very different reason in many ways. So I, I feel like that would just be... That's just spelling for trouble. Like, I'm like, why would you even do that? Like, to me, that's... And it goes the same thing for guys. It's the same situation. Uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in each and every week. Um, we appreciate y'all for all the, all the comments, the likes, the shares, um, subscribing. Just let, let, it, let us know what, um, what, what, kind of, what you guys have been liking, what you don't like, what you guys want to see. I want to make this a little bit more interactive. If um, I got questions, send them to put them in the comments, DM, DM them. We got the anonymous link too in our in our uh, link tree link in our bio. So if you want to send some anonymous questions, oh, interactive, man. whatever y'all want to whatever y'all want to talk to us about, let us know. I'm Audi. That's Ro. We appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode. Thank you. And hold on, let me get my little pick up.